So, it's come to this. It's come to this. Lawless tyrant Zelensky echoes Nazi fascist issues blacklist. All right, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Lawless tyrant Zelensky echoes Nazi echoes Nazi fascist issues blacklist of U.S. lawmakers and journalists while skimming billions from U.S. taxpayers. While skimming billions of dollars from U.S. taxpayers, Ukraine's puppet president Zelensky has issued a threatening blacklist that specifically names U.S. lawmakers and journalists. Excuse me, as being Russian propagandists who should be rejected from media and society. To the shock of many among those names, are U.S. Senator Rand Paul, Congresswoman Tulsi Gubbard, and prize-winning journalist Glenn Grenhall. Anyone who disagrees with Zelensky is now apparently going to be named a kind of Putin puppet, as if the installed leader of a European country is now allowed to dictate a kind of reputation score for U.S. lawmakers and journalists. This is sort of a tactic used in fascist authoritarian states, mock smacking of Nazi Germany and the old Soviet Union under Stalin. And this is on top of Zelensky pursuing the following despicable tactics, all rooted in authoritarianism and tyranny. Banning all opposition political parties in Ukraine, outlawing all media except outlets controlled by his regime, outlawing books, films, music, artwork, and theatrical productions that reference the Russo-ethnic history of Ukraine, essentially banning true history. But that's who he is. You know, I mean, this, this is the guy that, you know, had journalists killed in Ukraine for reporting the truth. Okay? People want to talk about how uh, Russia is a, dictated, is a dictatorship, but it's not. And it's just a very strict, very much protecting their values not trying to end up like a crumbling society like the West, where you have the Ukraine, where, you know, it's basically another Atlanta. <clears throat> okay, if you've been to Atlanta in the United States, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, if you've been to Tel Aviv in Israel, you know what goes on in Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. <clears throat> Let's continue. Before Russia's invasion and since, Zelensky has abolished basic liberties, shuttered op opposition media, outlawed parties, imprisoned dis dissidents. As Ukraine demands money and arms from the West, they are now want to export this repression to our countries with McCarthyite blacklists. <clears throat> That's basically it. It takes extreme audacity for Zelensky and his henchmen to go around the world demanding other nations send massive amounts of weapons and money to him then try to suppress dissent in our countries by smearing journalists and citizens who question him. Okay? People are already saying that Zelensky is a raging lunatic tyrant, drunk with power, and a danger to the entire world. In effect, Zelensky has become a raging lunatic tyrant who demands tens of billions of dollars from the USA under the false label defending democracy, while he actually marches in lockstep with the tyrants of histories like Hitler, Stalin, and Mao. Zelensky's, Zelensky's rightful place in the hierarchy of authoritarian history might be alongside Kim Jong-un, Fidel Castro, or Pol Pot. Yet somehow he is celebrated by the twisted, deceitful Western media as a godlike hero who is tasked with saving the Western Europe from the ravages of Russia. Yeah, man. It's like that. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm living in Wolfenstein uh, the Colossus. I don't know if you ever played that video game, Wolfenstein. 
It's like when Hitler uh, won the world war and what would life be like? And it, it seems that way because everywhere you go in, in, especially in New York, they're always saying support, you know, Ukraine, but Ukraine is a white supremacist Nazi country. Azov Battalion is white supremacist. I mean, they've tortured their own people. They've harmed blacks and non-whites there. Okay. I mean, and if you dare tell the truth, people will try to shun you. I mean, just a couple of months ago, um, they had a a, a celebration. You had um, people from Ukraine celeb- shouting and um, celebrating Azov Battalion. And you had uh, liberal news media there say, oh, they're not really Nazis. It's up for debate and stuff. Heck, you even had Elon Musk saying, you know, the word Nazi isn't what you think it means. Elon Musk, the same guy that screwed Johnny Depp's wife, Amber Heard, you know, so you, you got to look at Elon Musk with the side eye. You really do. Okay. Yet Russia provides the only real hope for the people of Ukraine to escape their enslavement under Zelensky, a tyrant who spent nearly eight years authorizing military strikes against the innocent people of the Donbass region, waging war against civilians while running secret police operations across the country complete with assassinations of political opponents and secret disappearance of government government critics. This was all done with the full guidance of the CIA, of course, as has now been readily admitted by the Washington Post and other news outlets. Zelensky has been a puppet all along, which isn't surprising given his background as a alphabet comedian and, t- alphabet comedian and TV actor who was easily blackmailed into compliance with dirt from his sketchy past. So now when Russia explains they are working to denazify Ukraine, it all makes sense. Zelensky also worked to support Azov Nazi battalion, which has terrorized Ukrainian citizens for years, was also beaten back when Russian when Russia initiated its special military operation to demilitarize the Ukraine regime that was murdering innocent civilians, including children. For the sake of the people of Ukraine, we can only hope that somebody removes Zelensky from power soon. Whether that be achieved by the USA, Russia, or Ukrainian, mili- Ukrainian military coup, the sooner Zelensky is removed, the sooner negotiations can begin with Russia for a peaceful resolution. And that means the needless deaths of Ukrainian men and can finally come to a halt. Far too late and long after Zelensky has sacrificed the lives of thousands, tens of thousands of innocent Ukrainians in order to try to protect his own lawless regime that panders to the West. Now let's see what uh let's see what Coach Red Pill has to say about this. Let me just cut the music off right here for a second. Let's see what uh Coach Red Pill gotta say about this. Alright. So it looks like Zelensky is about to be assassinated by the Americans. And I know it sounds insane to be saying this, but it's true. (laughs) I just heard, uh, I mean, not uh, 20 minutes ago, I heard that Jake Sullivan, the uh, National Security Advisor, who's the head of the uh, National Security Council, uh, the most important national security aid that President Biden has, and of course, you know, one of the finger, one of the puppeteers behind the Zelensky regime. Well, he said at the Aspen conference, which is a, a conference of spooks and intelligence types, 
that um, Zelensky should be very afraid for his personal safety. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's unbelievable. He is saying, Jake Sullivan is saying that Zelensky is going to be killed. And of course, if you think about it, you know, all the signs are there because several things are happening simultaneously. Number one, the Russians are about to win in the Donbass. The, the battle of the Donbass is about to be over, clearly won by uh, the Russians. And the Russian army, when they hit Kramatorsk and go over it, and they're going to go over it like it's a speed bump on a highway, when they go over it, there is nothing between Kramatorsk and Dnepropetrovsk. There is nothing, essentially, between the Russian border on the east of Ukraine all the way to the Dnieper River. It's empty. It's cow country. And so the Russians are going to be able to advance and take territory like never before because people don't seem to understand the war that's been going on in the Donbass. They keep saying that it's so slow and this and that. Well, that whole region is heavily fortified. It's been fortified over the last eight years. And fair use, by the way, fair use. Here's the kicker that for eight years, they fortified that region. For eight years, they trained the Ukrainian armed forces to NATO standards. For eight years, they got ready for this war, and it's happening, and the Russians are just relentlessly grinding through it, and they're about to win. And once they win, once they get over the last defenses and Kramatorsk, it's game over, because there is nothing between Kramatorsk and the river. And frankly, there is nothing from Kramatorsk understand this. The Ukrainians understand this. And so the Zelensky regime, have you noticed that there's been all kinds of, of, of inter-palace politicking, people get fired and then they're not fired and this and that, the other, you know, the, what's going on internally in the, in the Zelensky regime, insofar as the, the, the palace intrigues are concerned, we'll never know. And we can speculate till the cows come home because, you know, recently the head of the SBU, he was fired. He was the best friend of Zelensky from childhood. And he was fired by Zelensky. And then later Zelensky walked it back and said, no, he's not fired. He's just suspended. And, you know, what kind of palace intrigues are going on? Who knows? But clearly this kind of palace intrigue starts happening when the situation starts to deteriorate, when it becomes clear to the participants that they are on the losing side. Do you see these kinds of palace intrigues with the Russians? No, you do not. The Russians are all on board. They are all behind Putin. Putin looks like a winner. Whenever he gives a speech or whatever, he is a winner. Everybody's on board. Everybody's, you know, singing the same hymnal. He's their guy. They're winning. Whereas the Zelensky regime, they know that they're losing. And all the PR stunts and all the ghosts of Kiev and God knows where else, you know, 
they're not going to change. I mean, you can't win a war with ghosts. You can't win a war with tweets. You need to win a war with, you know, soldiers, artillery. Hmm? The war is lost. The Zelensky regime is panicking. All kinds of palace intrigue is going on. And now Jake Sullivan starts talking about his fear for the personal safety of Zelensky. They're going to take him out. Because, of course, from the point of view of the Americans, it makes more sense to have a dead Zelensky than a living one. Because if they take out Zelensky, the whole... The American government, that is, not the American people, the American government, which has been funding Ukraine uh, military for eight years. You know, Canada has been on, you know, knows what's going on with the Azov Battalion, the U.S., you know, they know they were Nazis. Collapses into chaos. And in fact, it would be smart for the Americans to assassinate Zelensky while he's having a meeting with his military leadership. So you decapitate all of Ukraine in one blow, and the whole country, the Ukraine army, everything collapses into chaos, total chaos. And so the Russians are going to be stuck with this enormous country that is descending into civil anarchy. That's what the Americans are probably going to do. And of course, they're going to blame the Russians and they're going to use the uh, mainstream media, the accredited media, to push the narrative that it was the Russians who killed Zelensky. The Russians have no interest in killing Zelensky for a very simple and very pragmatic reason that a lot of people have said, which is the Russians need Zelensky alive so that he can sign the ceasefire so that it would give the ceasefire legitimacy. If the Russians wanted to kill Zelensky, he'd be dead already. He would have been dead months ago. He could have been dead on the very first day of the invasion. But the Russians, who could kill him whenever they wanted to, because they have the spies and the missiles to do it, they have not touched him because they need him alive. But Washington no longer needs Zelensky alive. He's more valuable as a martyr because they can point the finger at the Russians and say, ah, the Russians did it. Those evil Ruskies killed Saint Zelensky. And they'll make monuments to Zelensky. And I'm talking literal marble monuments to Zelensky as a martyr to the evil Russians. That's what they're planning to do. And the fact that, you know, why would... Sullivan telegraphed their intentions this way because if you notice the American administration it has this weird habit of projecting of articulating and projecting onto the opponent the adversary what they themselves are thinking of doing it's the weirdest goddamn habit it is just bizarre and for some other opportunity I will uh, discuss where this weird habit comes from because it's a it's a peculiar ethnic habit that I've noticed, but that's for another video. The fact for this video, the fact that Sullivan is saying this, that he fears for Zelensky's personal safety, they have already made the decision to get rid of him. They are going to kill him, the Americans, not the Russians. The Americans are going to missile strike Zelensky, probably when he's meeting with his other military leaders, and they're going to blame this missile strike on the Russians. 
and the Americans are going to produce all kinds of falsified evidence claiming that the Russians did it so that the rest of the world, or at least the West, believes that the Russians did it to further isolate Russia. That's the point. And they're going to kill Zelensky, decapitate the Zelensky regime totally. I mean, they're going to... They're going to try to kill Zelensky when he's meeting with his head of the army, uh, Zaluzny. They're going to try to do it then to knock off the head of the army, knock off Zelensky, have all of Ukraine descend into total chaos and just punt this whole Ukrainian problem into the lap of the Russians. And so the Russians are going to be stuck dealing with the political fallout of people believing that the Russians killed Zelensky with a missile strike with the practical problem of all of a sudden having this huge country the size of France, the size of Texas, that they have to occupy and pacify. And of course, the Americans are going to pump up all kinds of saboteurs, terrorists. They're already doing this. It's already happening in territories controlled by the Russians, where you have all kinds of saboteurs trying to stir up trouble in any way that they possibly can. That is going to get dialed up to 11 by the Americans. And this is the game plan, because they realize that the war cannot be won. You're also noticing that the Americans and the Europeans are cutting off the money spigot and cutting off the weapons spigot. The Europeans had approved something like 9 billion euros to the Zelensky regime, and now they, they crawled it back to 1 billion. And probably they're not even going to see the 1 billion. Because everybody realizes the reality on the ground. And, you know, this whole thing that I'm describing, it's so fucking cynical. And I'm probably going to be wrong in a lot of the details, but the general outline is accurate. But we dump the whole problem into Russia's lap and dump the whole responsibility onto Russia, all the blame on Russia. That's their game plan. That's how the Biden administration and those evil people at Foggy Bottom and the Pentagon, that's what they think is the only play at this point. Zelensky is a dead man walking. Understand what's going on. I mean, I didn't think I'd be alive to actually witness. I mean, you've always read in books how the United States government has been so corrupt, you know, has been so evil to other countries, starting wars, putting puppets in place of other governments. They assassinate true leaders of that country and put in puppet uh, leaders instead. And then you got Zelensky, who has allegedly been working for George Soros the whole time. You know... It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. Fortunately for the people of Ukraine, Russia is now expanding the scope of its military operation and is appearing and is apparently planning to on removing Zelensky from power. Okay. Russia has for the first time stated as among its ultimate war aims achieving regime change in Ukraine. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Larvov said in Sunday remarks, which was publicized Monday, that Moscow will help the Ukrainian people get rid of the regime in Kiev. Going into early summer, 
The Russian military has focused its battlefield goals on liberating the Donbass. But this latest Larvov comment on removing Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky represents the most expansive war aim yet. We are determined to help the people of eastern Ukraine to liberate themselves from the burden of its absolute unacceptable regime, Larvov said, while meeting with Arab League officials in Egypt. In similar fashion, Donetsk's leader, Denis Poshilin, has declared that Russia must now continue its military operation westward, eliminating the Nazis and fascists from Odessa, Kiev, and all Ukrainian cities, cities originally founded under the Soviet Union. The president of Donetsk People's Republic, Denis Poshlin, stated that it was time to liberate Russian cities such as Kiev and other large cities. Russia Today website quoted Pushlin as saying, it's time to liberate the Russian cities founded by the Russian people again, such as Kiev, Chernigov, Poltavia, Odessa, uh, Dniprovsky, Kharkov, Zarkovid, and Lutz. I can't pronounce these names. Since the Donetsk People's Republic declared its independence from Kiev in 2014, this region has been subjected to regular bombardment by Ukrainian forces. Okay. As Zelensky, NATO, and the U.S. have made, quite, made it quite clear, the only way for Russia to be safe from Western aggression is to eliminate Ukraine's fascist regime and allow the people of Ukraine to elect their own leaders rather than having the CIA install obedient puppets. Yep, just like I said, we would eliminate that Zelensky's days. We would, I'm sorry, we would estimate that Zelensky's days are numbered one way or the other. It is becoming increasingly obvious to the Russia and the people of Donetsk that the only way to stop Zelensky's terrorism and anti-human mass killings of Russian ethnic civilians is to take Zelensky out and end this fascist regime once and for all. Like Adolf Hitler, also a crazed, power-hungry, genocidal lunatic like Zelensky, at some point, the honorable powers of the world must pay the cost of removing evil from this world, even if it means fighting a war to achieve that outcome. In a previous era, America and the United Kingdom sacrificed to end Adolf Hitler's evil regime. Russia paid a heavy price in taking part in the chapter in that chapter of history, losing over 20 million men fighting the Nazis. Now it seems Russia is being called upon to repeat that sacrifice for the benefit of the future of mankind. A world run by the CIA puppets like Zelensky is a tyrannical despot world that cannot be allowed to unfold. Zelensky and his controllers must be prevented from enslaving all humanity. In summary, Zelensky is the rendition of pure evil. He is 100% in alignment with the anti-human alphabet agenda and the whole woke demonic propaganda of the West. The climate change hoax that crushes human civilization. The, uh, yeah. Extreme censorship of his own people and all other horrific pillars of evil that now characterize Western nations like Germany, France, and the UK, the US, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. These Western nations have steeped, have been stepped into, you know, a lot of evil stuff. <clears throat> and that's about it. Truth be told, removing Zelensky is just one step of the course of action needed to save humanity from basically a collapse. But we're still going to face that collapse. The illegitimate ending occupying force currently running the illegit illegitimate regime in America must also be democratically removed from power, prosecuted for their crimes and punished for their crimes against our world. Only then can we get back the peaceful coexistence, global free trade, affordable food, fertilizer, energy, farming, and abundance. So, tell me what you think. 
Like, share, comment, and subscribe. Later.